for that. Um, you don't get to to, to, to the, the point to sort of rebut the point that Brett's making and kind of to back you here, Ben. You don't raise a banner for beating Mississippi Valley State and, uh, you know, North Dakota A&M. Like, you, you, don't, you don't get to raise a banner for that. You do get to raise a banner for winning the ACC tournament. I think one of the things that's sad about college athletics and, and college basketball generally is how nationalized the sport is and how every single thing is about the, 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 the final postseason tournament where you can't just have a conversation about the ACC and the ACC tournament anymore because ESPN and Fox and the rights holders are telling you that the thing that matters above all else is the NCAA tournament and who gets in. Some of the most magical things you'll see in March happen before the bracket. They happen in these conference tournaments, in these settings that you would never, ever get these teams together on a neutral floor any other way. You would never get this game. You would never get the matchup. You would never get the drama of having to win four games in four days or three games in three days to try to 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 do something that you've never done or that you've barely done. Yeah, I mean, if the teams that win them all the time win them, yeah, it's not as big of a deal. But when you've got a Georgia Tech, when you get even a Marquette, Marquette won the Big East tournament last year, and it was a huge deal for them. Right. I, ben, I I think we are missing a lot of the soul of March. If we do like a pra- – I would say a pragmatic thing that I could justify and try to eliminate these in favor of ways to try to better benefit the league in terms of the number of teams that get into the big tournament. You know, here's the other thing. For a team this year like Syracuse or Miami or – I mean, heck, let's even throw Louisville in there. Teams that have traditionally been very good in basketball – but they, at this point, have no chance of getting into the NCAA tournament. The ACC tournament is the only thing keeping people interested. Because you, you still have a path, even though you're not going to be a, an, an at-large. There is technically still a path for you. Imagine if you are... Uh, Miami fan today where you're in the final four last year and you feel like your team is better than their record and they've underachieved Quark, fans are still engaged with that team because they're hoping they go on a hot streak right here at the end and somehow find their way in that's right now I I know you disagree with this because we've had this conversation before because I agree with everything that you're saying that it's hope for all these teams to be able to play their way in. I agree with Jay Billis on this that one thing to make the conference tournaments better, in my opinion, to go to sort of go back to some of the nostalgia, maybe put a little bit greater importance on it, Yeah, is to sort of lock the at-larges uh, before the conference tournaments. At least before that last week, because I know a lot of the the um, a lot of the like one bid leagues go the the week before, but basically we're not going to consider any game you play in the ACC tournament. We're not going to consider that for NCAA tournament standing. The only thing that matters about the ACC tournament is if you win, you get the automatic bid. And if there are bid thieves and they just knock one off, and we already know the at larges and who qualified and all that stuff, imagine how much more impactful. 
Imagine how much more intense the games would be if you knew there's no chance that we can do enough on our resume to get us in right now. So we have to go win the whole thing. So you get a true March dynamic like it was in the 70s and the 60s where it was a one-bid uh, deal before the, the tournament expanded. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation and we disagree on this, but I am like I'm convinced if you want to bring some of the magic back, if you want to bring some of the nostalgia back, if you want to bring some like some real gravity back to these postseason tournaments, make them about the tournament themselves. Don't make them about the NCAA tournament outside of you get the automatic bid. Make them matter in and of themselves. And the only thing that matters in these tournaments is not how many quad ones or quad twos you can get along the way before you lose. It's did you win your tournament or did you not in every tournament? Uh, I, I mean, there's there's pros and cons to that. I I don't know where I sit on that. Uh, I mean, I my mind is going to to all the cons, but regardless. You know, my my main point was l- let's not convince ourselves that the conf- that a conference tournament is somehow a bad thing all of a sudden. It is not. I mean, it just is not. I agree with you on that 100%. Um, and especially, like, I mean, it, it, it gives you a chance to showcase your league. I mean, it does. I You know, and we, we get a chance to work these. I think it's cool to see the – you know, just from a from a professional standpoint, everybody you work with all year long is in one space. You know, when I go to the women's basketball tournament, I like I'm meeting people at local establishments and I'm you know, I'm I'm hobnobbing with people in the ACC that you might meet along the way and you get to see old friends that you you don't get to see all the time. I mean, like it's a it's like a convention in your job to some degree. And so I would hate missing that. I mean, I would hate missing that for the reasons that you spelled out. Uh, because I, I don't think the reward is as great as the things that you would lose and the, the sort of spirit, especially if it's in places like Greensboro or even like Charlotte where a bunch of the, you know, a bunch of the fan bases can gather. Um, I would, I would hate, I mean, you, you feel that you, you understand that too. The people you, the people you see and the people, you know, like that's a, that's a, that's a big part of it. Getting all the, all the fan bases and all the, you know, all the schools together in one spot. You're all, you also like you share hotels with these people. I don't know if people understand that. You're 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 just in you're in close proximity with them. I think it's cool. Um, and I, I would hate that. Uh, I would hate that they're that they're gone. I don't have that nostalgia for the football championship game. As I said to Brett, I, I've I've uh, I've no such ties to the football championship game, and I still am am. I think probably it's a little more useful now because we're going away from divisions and you do for sure get the two best teams in and uh you know you're you're in a 12 team playoff so there's there's not quite the there's not quite the dire straight if you lose this thing um but uh, you know I would I if, if you're going to eliminate a postseason thing eliminate the the football championship game and keep the basketball that's what I say all right uh let's take a break uh Tigers are getting set for smash practice and uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little basketball. We'll, we'll set up the ACC and the SEC this weekend. Some interesting stuff going on, some interesting stuff coming up. Uh, we've got uh, much more Clemson baseball. We've been logging your questions on the Adams Roofing text line. 654-ROAR is the number there if you'd like to join us. Also, uh, want to uh, make sure if you want if you got questions, you can call the show. Make sure you know that 654-ROAR. Open phones the rest of the show. And I want to remind you about the poll on our website, theroarfm.com slash polls. 
the Aurora Mobile app. Click the poll tab right now. 50% of respondents say the expectation for Clemson baseball this season is to win a regional. A 32.4% say to go to Omaha. So that's the vast majority of the votes so far. You can get in there and cast your vote on that poll question today. Stay with us. Hour two of the program continues. We'll have much, much more right after this. Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE-certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. Warm weather storms are a real thing here in the upstate. How can we manage our trees to minimize damage to property? It's really important that your trees are pruned properly and you know what you have in your yard. And at Snyder Tree, we have arborists that can identify issues. Statistically, uh, 90% of the trees that fall on houses, we could have avoided that had we looked at it ahead of time and, uh, and offered a solution. Leave it to Snyder Tree Care. Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFriesFryes.com. Landscaper Supplies, your locally owned source for all your hardware and outdoor needs. They offer the best brands with the best solutions and the best service. Take advantage of their Scoop There It Is Mulch Made Easy program. It's premium quality mulch, soil, stone, or sand delivered right to your home with locations in Easley, Greer, Seneca, Simpsonville, Anderson, and Greenville. There's a Landscaper Supply near you. A better experience for homeowners and pros alike. Landscaper Supply. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Most folks in your neighborhood are realizing a garage floor coating is a must-have item. Our coatings are easy to clean, extremely durable, and they transform the entire space. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. In the last 15 years, we've installed over a million square feet of residential coatings. Trust in our team of professionals when it comes to your garage floor. Go to irondrivegaragefloors.com to get a free quote and see our five-star Google reviews and gallery of finished jobs. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. Start your spring cleaning today and get insanely clean home with zero res carpet and air duct cleaning. For this month only, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $129 plus free staircase. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Wake up. Breakfast. And nature-made vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, nature-made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C or a multivitamin to get key nutrients... We've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. 
Start your day with NatureMade, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the UpCountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. 105.5 and 97.5. We are The Roar. Where every day is g- game, game day. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love. All right, hour two continues out of bounds. William Quagamush and Ben Milstead live inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. And right here at Doug Kingsmore Stadium where the Tigers are out. They're throwing and getting loose before uh, Bruce Fer- Bruce Pearl's favorite time of the day. It smash. is, uh, yeah, smash practice coming up in 10 minutes here at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. This hour of the program brought to you by our friends at Buff City Soap. Uh, they sent me a reminder. They sent me this earlier this week, and uh, we talked about it. At Buff City, uh, they are doing a, a deal that goes through Sunday, so – if you're thinking about shopping at the Har Village Shopping Center or the shops at Green Ridge, um, those are two great places to go. Uh, you can save big with a $30 three-piece candle bundle while supplies last. In the bundle, you get a two-wick candle, which I love those, a soap bar, or uh, excuse me, and a bath bomb or shower steamer. So you get three things in the bundle for $30. That's a great deal, folks. Price those things separately. Then figure out, okay, you put them in a bundle, you're saving a bunch of money, and uh, you can buy them, you know, once you, once you get there, you can buy as many as you want. You can buy them for relatives, you can buy them as party favorites, you can get all that kind of stuff. Uh, leave Buff City Soap feeling great about yourself and smelling great, too, because all the scents are fantastic. Two-wick candle, soap bar, bath bomber, shower steamer, three, uh, $30 three-piece candle bundle at Buff City Soap in the shops at Green Ridge or the Heart Village Shopping Center in Greenville and Clemson respectively. Uh, we were talking about ACC men's basketball, and it is a, it's a busy week in ACC men's basketball. It's crowded in the standings, which I think makes it fun. Uh, there are four teams that are tied right now for fifth, Clemson, Pittsburgh, NC State, and Florida State, all of them in action this weekend, um, and all of them with opportunities, uh, big-time opportunities to, uh, to take advantage of. Clemson and NC State, you, you, I think of all the teams, uh, Pittsburgh's hosting Louisville. I feel good about Pittsburgh winning that. Uh, of the four teams that I just mentioned, um, Pittsburgh and Florida State and Clemson and who else is in there? Who am I forgetting? Um, da, 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 da. Oh, it's Pittsburgh, NC State, Florida State, and Clemson. Okay, so it's Clemson and NC State are both in there. I think I feel best about Pittsburgh winning because they've got Louisville. But then Clemson would be next, right? As opposed to NC State and Florida State out of that group. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, and uh, NC State, Clemson, we talked about 7:45 uh, right here on campus tomorrow. That means a a strange 7:15 airtime with Don Munson and Timberay tomorrow night. Um, Duke travels to Tallahassee, and I know Brett said that Florida State plays well at home, and I'm not going to disagree with that. Like in the spirit of it. But the last – I'll just give you some recent examples of times Florida State played at home. 
They gave up 80 to Virginia at home last week, like last Saturday, and lost by four. Um, they Back at the end of January, they lost to North Carolina by seven. They lost to Clemson by 11. Uh, the only big win they have at home this year is they beat Wake Forest by five. They beat Virginia Tech by three, and they beat Georgia Tech by 11. So they, they won three in a row. And then they lost uh, They lost three in a row. They have lost three in a row at home. Ben, I don't – I'm not sure that Florida State is going to beat Duke tomorrow. I Like, I think if Florida State's favored in this game for some reason, that you should take Duke as an underdog to win outright because I don't know that Florida State has the magic in that building that they've had in years past there. Yeah, I don't uh, – I, I don't think Florida State I, – I don't think this is a good matchup for Florida State, actually. So, I, I – I can see the Duke guards uh, living in in three point land tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Been wrong before, but I don't feel very good about Florida State pulling this one out. Um, the one that I the one that I'm very interested in is Wake Forest goes to Virginia. That is the lead game tomorrow, noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. <laughs> noon o'clock on ESPN2, yeah, baby. Two, baby. <laughs> noon o'clock. Uh, Wake at Virginia. You know, after Pitt beats beat, uh, Virginia in, in Charlottesville this past week, a little of the shine has come off of Virginia. They're maybe not as as secure as they thought they were if they were to lose to wake forest then they've got work to do you know meanwhile wake is still trying to prove that they belong uh and in the top of the league and belong in the ncaa tournament so i I think that's a very big game for both of them i would say if you are a clemson fan you want virginia to go ahead and take care of business and and beat wake here uh, that would move, at least move Wake into that next tier. Uh, they're a game up on the the five on everybody locked in at number five right now. So, you know, you could be Clemson wins, Wake loses. You could be tied for fourth with everybody, not for fifth. That's right. Um, and I, I I've sort of had to amend my thinking on these type of things. I'm. I'm of the perspective, Ben, you tell me if you disagree here. I'm of the perspective right now, I believe in a perspective right now, that Clemson can go from worrying about quad one, quad two, resume, NCAA tournament resume stuff, to ACC standing stuff. Because the resume's there. You've got four quad one wins. You don't need any more. You've got five quad two wins. You don't need any more. You're not worried about wins getting bumped up or bumped down or whatever. Now you're just trying to win in the standings. And um, and so Wake Forest, even if it depresses Wake Forest a little bit in terms of the net to lose this game, I, I agree with you. I think you. I think you would rather Wake Forest drop this game because let me tell you something. If they win this game, it's good for the ACC if Wake Forest wins this game because they don't have a quad one win. They need one. They need to be thinking about that. But for Clemson, I, I just – I see no downside if, if Virginia wins this game and Wake Forest loses and all of a sudden you're in a tie for fourth because I think the double bye is tremendously important for mm-hmm. a team in Clemson's uh, – a, a team in a Clemson station in, in terms of talent, in terms of the ACC. Yeah. You always want that double bye if you can get it. 
I, I would just point out, though, that not getting the double bye means that you are going to be playing somebody in the first game that you should win. I mean, you would you would be favored in that game. Uh, you know, so if you find yourself in a situation where you feel like you have to have a win in the ACC tournament, not getting the double bye might actually be better, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Um, I would agree with that. You know, another sneaky one, Quok, Virginia Tech and North Carolina. I, all of a sudden, this is an important game for the Tar Heels, who have been very up and down in the last two weeks. I, I think this is actually an important game for North Carolina to win and, and maybe win convincingly if they can because you know they just lost on the road to Syracuse. Virginia Tech at home, and then they go to Virginia this next week. So, you know, you you want to get off of that win one, lose one stretch that they have been on for the last five games. I think I agree with you. I think this is a really good matchup for North Carolina because I'm not sure Virginia Tech is going to hold the ball enough. Like, I think they're going to turn it over. Um, one thing that's happened – uh, recently is that teams have not turned it over against North Carolina and the guards have been lighting them up because the, the defense out front has not been good enough. Uh, they, I, I believe uh, there was some stat, I, it, it may have been in the, the Clemson game the other night that they showed it when I was rewatching that Syracuse, like 66 of their points came from guards. The guards were just getting down the floor and penetrating and attacking, and two things are going to happen there. They're either going to score or you're going to get your bigs in foul trouble, and they can't afford to get – Baycott in foul trouble, mm-hmm. and I, I think Baycott knows that. And so there's – I think that's the danger here is that maybe Couture goes off or maybe Padula goes off. But if Virginia Tech wants to stand around and jack threes and try to make passes they can't make and, and turn the ball over um, and not go to the foul line where they're actually – they don't go to the line nearly enough for a team that's fourth in the country in free throw shooting – then I think North Carolina can win this game by double figures. Yeah, and I I, I suspect that they're going to be, you know, nine-and-a-half-point favorite, something like that. But R.J. Davis is not, is not playing his best basketball right now. Uh, still, still a very good player, but he has played better this season. If, if he's kind of average tomorrow and when you have a team – that has veteran guards that can shoot like Couture and Padula, don't rule out an upset. I don't think it's going to happen, but there's. it's also not crazy to think that it could happen. That's right. Um, and you know what? Uh, I, I say that about being a, a good matchup for North Carolina. The last – really the last two games, I, I'm not, I'm not going to include Clemson because they um, – they shot. Let me see. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna include the last three games. Um, the last three games. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go the last five games. When opponents have shot under 30 percent from three against North Carolina, North Carolina's beaten them. Duke was five of 19. Miami was six of 23. If you go back to the Georgia Tech game, Georgia Tech was 45 percent. Clemson was 36 percent. Syracuse was 47 percent. They they had improved tremendously as a three-point defensive team over the previous number of weeks when they were winning. Uh, you cannot let Virginia Tech shoot 45% from three. They will absolutely 
beat you to bits. Yeah, I mean, well, Virginia and Virginia Tech is averaging thirty six and a half percent from three on the season. Um, Lynn Kidd also inside. I, I personally think Lynn Kidd's kind of soft, but he has had big scoring games, especially in the non-conference this year, and and he's a big enough body to at least disrupt Baycott. Uh, thirteen and seven for Lynn Kidd, and he's shooting eighty-seven percent on free throws. That could be interesting if he gets to the line a bunch. He's missed ten free throws all year. If if they can get Baycott in foul trouble and they're living at the line, that'd be the way to do it. Like if Lynn Kidd shoots ten free throws, I think Virginia Tech has a chance to win. Um, that that's an interesting wrinkle. I think an interesting uh, an interesting element to this game. Yeah, Miami goes to Boston College. I only bring that up because uh, Miami has now lost four out of their last five. The end of the North, uh, the end of the Clemson game, Quack, it looked to me like they kind of quit, and uh-huh. and and I just wonder what kind of headspace they have tomorrow at Boston College to to compete there. Um, you know, I Boston College. I, I'm I'm keeping an eye out for when the spreads come out because I think that spread is going to be going to be really really close. And I'm would you be surprised if Boston College beat them? Um, you know, Post no. and O'Meara banging inside and yeah, I that wouldn't surprise me. Boston College has done several things that Miami has not been able to do this year. One of them is beat Louisville at home. Uh, Boston College <laughs> just beat Louisville at home, and so you got to wonder if Boston College actually is a superior team. Boston College, in all seriousness, Boston College has played well in their building. It is a place where you have to bring your own energy because I, I, I know I, I talk a lot about there being tens of fans in the stands. There were literal tens. I think we could have counted the number of people truly from the broadcast. We could have counted them all that were there for Boston College Louisville the other night. Um I'm, Miami's second road game of the week, as banged up as they are. I'm thinking if BC's an underdog here again, just hammer them on the money line. Just hammer them as an underdog. Yeah. To win outright. Syracuse goes to Georgia Tech tomorrow. Not really that big of a deal, except that uh, Clemson is the next opponent to go to Georgia Tech. And here's the odd thing. Man, this, this sounds crazy, but I'll say it anyway. They've lost seven out of their last eight. Yet, I think Georgia Tech can beat anybody in the league. Yeah. You know why? Because <laughs> they have beaten all the everybodies, uh, and then they've lost to all the nobodies. I mean, like, they, they, yeah, they can beat everybody in the league. They can beat anybody in the league, and they have beaten them all, except the nobodies. Their, their two wins, do they only have two conference wins? They, they, they beat three. Duke back in December. Okay. So, so that was their third one. There are three conference wins are against Duke, North Carolina, and Clemson. Remarkable. <laughs> but, but, but they lose to everybody else. I, I don't get it. And get blown out sometimes. I mean, look at some of the losses on here. Um, they lost by 11 at Florida State. They lost by 24 at Virginia Tech. They gave them 91 points at Virginia Tech. They lost by 29 at home to, at home to Wake Forest. They lost by 12 at Louisville. I mean, half of these are double digits and they're not even really super competitive in these games. I, Georgia Tech's a hard one for me to figure out. Um, I would say uh, Syracuse is not a huge opponent. So, um, 
they're going to lose that game. Yeah. Uh, if if they if they lose this game, I'm sorry. I'm I, like I'm gonna be scared to death when Clemson goes in there on Wednesday. <laughs> I know. I just said for no reason, but I just am. So that's that's everybody in the league tomorrow. Quack, uh we're we're getting really close to first pitch in baseball. Quack, uh, I've got two sets of four for today's baseball game, and I don't want them to go to waste. And instead of doing trivia or anything Smart. like that, if you can use four tickets to today's baseball game, st- first pitch is uh, 4 o'clock, call me during this break, and I'll send them to you. Unbelievable. We're just giving people free chances. You don't have to know anything. Free chances to go and see the Tigers play today on opening day, making memories with the kids, taking the wife for a little Valentine's Day situation, a little couple's date, two four-packs of tickets. And the lines for- are already lit, so there you go. Of uh, course they are. If you're on hold, hang tight. Uh, 4 o'clock today. Stay with us. We'll talk more baseball and a couple other things as we continue through the show. Hour 2 continues right after this. For over 36 years, Little John Portable Toilets has proudly served the upstate. From construction to special events, Little John Portable Toilets has you covered with worry-free toilet service, delivered, cleaned, and sanitized, serving the upstate and further when possible. Portable toilets, handicap, hand wash stations, holding tanks, executive restroom trailers. And if you have a question, we have a live person to talk with. Little John, family-owned and operated, 800-499-5667 and at littlejohntoilets.com. If that home improvement project has been on your honey-do list for months now with no start date in sight, it's time to call Adams & Co. Not only are they roofing specialists, they're also skilled general contractors offering interior and exterior remodeling services, bathroom, kitchen remodels, gutters, siding, painting, flooring, cabinets, and carpentry. Call Adams & Co. today for all your home improvement needs. 864-260-0080. Adams & Co. 260-0080. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. Do bugs directly affect the health of our trees and shrubs? The short answer to that is yes. So we have a very, very targeted program to take care of the bad bugs, but to leave the beneficial bugs alone. We have a real problem with a bug called an ambrosia beetle. It'll drill into your tree and eventually kill it. So we can prevent that simply with a preventative boar spray. Leave it to Snyder Tree Care. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. 
I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I'm a proud Clemson alumni from the class of 1981. When folks come to see us, they've generally got a problem of some sort. And we start out by listening. That's what makes the Davis Law Group different. Whether it be a work-related injury, a problem dealing with an insurance company, or a family law issue, you are going to end up having to deal with the judicial system. And it is a journey. So what we try to do is help you find a path forward through that system in a way that you will have a fair result. Contact us today at davis.law. We'll be glad to to help. Is switching your wireless service to Total by Verizon easy? Totalmente. And you get unlimited 5G data, $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan, at an amazing price, with no contracts. Should you switch to Total by Verizon? Definitely. Uh, I mean, Totalmente. find a store or switch suavemente at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate without a pay, plus taxes and fees. Discount begins the month after you enroll. Additional terms apply. See website for data management practices. Call the plumber whose name is his number. One Tom Plumber. One Tom Plumber. I need a good plumber fast. I always call One Tom Plumber. One Tom what? Here, dial the number one, then Tom Plumber. Or just tell your smartphone to call One Tom Plumber. They promise to be there in an hour. Call the plumber whose name is his number. Well, that's what we're here for. To get you out of your sports glass case of emotion. You're welcome. We are the Roar. All right, hour two continues out of bounds. I take it we gave away those tickets. Oh, yeah. I just gave away eight tickets. Uh, cheap seats tickets, kind of. All right. So there you there go. We go. Not to be confused with cheap seats seats down the right field line. These that's are, uh, tr- that, that excellent point. I did not give those <laughs> away. No, that's true. Uh, shout out to Katie Cheap, Cafe cheap in cheap terms seats. of I gave them away and they didn't cost you anything. That's right. That's right. Um, and you know what? Uh, probably somebody in those seats going to say things like, hey, Umpa Blind Man could have made that call. I'm going to be listening out for that uh, throughout, the, uh, throughout the game today with the window open. Uh, this hour of the program is brought to you by our friends at Willie Taco. Four for $20 menu all day, every day. They got a bunch of stuff on there. Four for $20 an absurd value, especially when you consider the level of food and the presentation and the types of selections that they have. Take advantage of that menu in the Easley location. Taco Tuesday and Trivia Thursdays there, so all the T's working on that one. Uh, they've got great happy hour deals that rotate from Tuesday through Friday. Uh, we know about the catering. They've catered for us. Uh, we had our Christmas party there, so we know about the banquet room, the fiesta room for special occasions and groups and birthday parties and things like that. Um, it is a great vibe. At Willie Taco, no matter uh, what you're looking for, they can give it to you at Willie Taco in Easley. Six five four Roar is the number. Six five four seven six two seven. If you'd like to join us on the show today, six five four seven six two seven on the phones or on the Adams Go Roofing text line. You know we did um, we did our All ACC teams 
uh, earlier this week, our, our first team All-ACC, and somebody asked, would P.J. Hall be your player of the year in the league? That is a difficult I, – I thought about that for a minute during the break. That is a difficult proposition. R.J. Davis has played so well, Ben. I don't, I don't know where you stand on this. I think it would be very close. I think R.J. Davis and P.J. Hall have been the two best players in the ACC this year. I might give the slightest edge – to Davis right now, but it is very, very close. I responded to that texture with just that. Uh, right now, I would go R.J. Davis, but P.J.'s in that conversation, and I don't think it's settled yet. I, I don't. There is still an opportunity to win that, uh, and there's also an opportunity to lose that, for that matter. So, uh, you know, let's let's keep playing and keep playing well, but both of those are are certainly good candidates. Yeah, I uh, like I say those those would be the two. I don't I don't actually know who else would credibly get votes at the moment, um, based on how their teams are playing and everything else. Um, can I shift gears for? Oh, you know what? We meant to do uh, SEC two, and we should talk about the SEC uh, before we get back to to baseball and some other things. Um, I'm intrigued by a couple of these. Of course, South Carolina's hosting LSU. They need to get off the schneid a little bit. Um, I'm going to be curious to see if there's a little bit of a hangover because we talked about when you lose by 40, uh, you, you there tends to be a little bit of a difficulty like getting back at it. You just kind of got beaten down in a significant way unless you're able to just sort of move completely past it and get back to what you're doing. Um, they should be able to eventually, in a 40-minute game, beat LSU. But, I, Ben, I'm concerned about South Carolina, particularly the first eight or ten minutes of the game today. Yeah, and, and again, this is a game that they should win. They probably will win. They they need to win. Uh, I I think I, I think you can even have uh, somewhat of a of a you know a lackluster performance and still beat LSU. Just make sure that you do. Uh, Kentucky-Auburn is the other game that I'm really interested in. 6 o'clock, ESPN. Um, Auburn is winning this by double digits. And if this spread... Look, if you are able to legally wager and this spread comes out at 9.5 or less, you better put your paycheck on it. I mean, like, there is there is no surer thing in college basketball this weekend then Auburn dropping 90-plus on Kentucky, who they did play better defense this week. They did go under at home for the first time since November the 10th. Of course they did, because I took it. Um, <laughs> ben, there's no way Auburn's not scoring 90 on Kentucky. There's no way they're not winning by double digits. They win every game by double digits at home. Yeah, that's right. Literally, every game by double digits at home. So, that is um, true. I mean... It like I'm I'm not being reckless when I say you can like pick your amount and throw it on there, if the line is nine and a half. Now it might be ten and a half because everybody knows that, and you got to figure it out then. Now now you're having to make value judgments, but I don't think I'm being too reckless when I say that. I think the data bears that out here. Also, depending on how you feel about John Calipari, um, to any like are we worried about Alabama at home against well, Texas A&M at noon? Both of those teams uh, firmly in the tournament as of now, or so you would think. Alabama is looking at like a two seed. 
So they're they're playing for seeding. Um, you know, A and M in the tournament, they they could still play their way out of it. But you know, if they could pull an upset in Tuscaloosa, then then they're they're golden. I, I think the goal here is just don't lose by a bunch if you're A and M. Agreed. Uh, I think yeah, keep the game close, play reasonably well, and then sort of see what happens there. Florida is at Georgia tomorrow. Um, I love this game. Yeah, I, I think this could be a sneaky good game. Florida, another one of those. They're in, but they're not. You know, maybe not as comfortable as they want to be. Uh, I, I'm interested in this one. I, I would not be at all surprised if Georgia doesn't make this game incredibly uncomfortable for the Gators. I think Georgia wins this game. Ben. Do you? Okay. Well, in we're the, we're on the same page. Then. Yeah. In the first game, now I know Georgia's lost five in a row, but in the first meeting, Florida was up twenty-one in the second half. I think I'm right in saying they were up double digits with like three and a half minutes left. And Georgia came back and forced overtime. Florida made the plays in overtime and ends up winning by four. But Georgia really put a scare into Florida. And I, Georgia was the better team for the last 17, 18 minutes of the game on the whole. Uh, Georgia was just flat out better. Um, this is also Mike White against his former team. They're playing in their building. I also think, you know, Florida's played really, really well. They've won back-to-back -back games. They beat Auburn and LSU. Now they get to go back on the road where they've been okay. Um, you know they've they've got uh, they've got a win in Rupp, that overtime win against Kentucky, and they got a win at Missouri. But they also and and they lost at the buzzer to uh, Texas A&M. I should point that out. Um, they they probably were better than Texas A&M on the road. I think Georgia's going to get them two straight home games going on the road seven and four. Georgia, lifeless, no nothing to play for, a lot of their seasons, flushed down the toilet, all this stuff. This is a perfect rallying spot for Mike White. So Florida's going to be favored tomorrow. Take the points with Georgia, and uh, you can thank me later on that one. Uh, Mississippi State hosts Arkansas, a game that they probably will win and certainly should win, uh, Being that being uh, the Bulldogs. But if they lost, it would be a devastating loss to their NCAA tournament resume. They're they're a projected like nine seed right now, and they should be they should be fine. But if you lose to Arkansas, that's going to be all of a sudden you're back in that danger zone. Um, yeah, go ahead. Arkansas is a weird team. I was just going to point out Arkansas is a weird team in that their resume is is normal for a team that's talented like they've beaten and they've got one bad loss they're 12 and 12 with one bad loss they just don't have any good wins because they're talented but undisciplined they've got major locker room issues i don't know what the deal is there but it's clear as day they've got issues with uh with their with their their culture and in their locker room with musclemen but they are still talented enough to be scary to you. It's a little bit like Florida playing Florida State. Like yeah, I was going to say Miami. Actually, they're yes. That, I think it's. I think that's team. a great one too. Um, that that they're they're better than their record when you look at their talent and how difficult it is to beat them. Now they also. I mean, if you can go beat them in the first eight minutes, if you beat them soundly the first eight minutes, you can cruise the next thirty-two because they will mail it in in a heartbeat. Um. That's that's kind of just the way they've, especially on the road. That's the way they've been this year. 
Um, let's see. Did we get them all? I think we well, hit them all. Right uh, there. Vandy at Tennessee. That's, Vandy, Tennessee. That should not be a game. And then uh, Ole Miss host Missouri. Missouri is not a good team. Ole Miss is a bubble, is squarely on the bubble right now. So they should win, but they, they have to win. If they don't, if Ole Miss loses tomorrow, they are probably not making the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they really feasted on a weak schedule. Um, you look at some of the metrics; they don't love Ole Miss. They're eighteen and six, but they fourteen of those eighteen wins have come in quad three and quad four. Their non-conference schedule was a joke, and their metrics are not great. So they're not being even more so than South Carolina. They're not being helped by, you know, the way they play. They're just two of five in quad one. Yeah, I. I think this is it for Ole Miss. You better win this game because if you if you don't, then you're basically off the bubble uh, unless you can you know uh, put forth some miraculous uh, comeback in the in the late stages of the season. You're 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 probably done. And you know what? Ole Miss is probably an NIT team anyway. That's that's probably where they'll end up. This is the game where you say somebody has to win. Uh, Ole Miss has lost three in a row. Missouri's lost 11 in a row. Oh, man. Remember, this is crazy. I think Dennis Gates a really good coach. Remember, he was like getting national coach of the year plaudits last year. They are 8-16. and 8-16. and 16. They're 1-4 and four against quad three. The last time they won a game, they beat Central Arkansas, who's 344 in the net, back on December 30th. They have not won a single men's basketball game since the year of our lord 2023 <laughs> that They're, is six weeks of losses yeah they uh they've lost 14 out of their last 15 games oh man that's you know what's killing pittsburgh is like they went to minnesota in one and went to pittsburgh in one and that's killing both those teams right now because they're they're so rough i mean they just are they're 153 in the net there's no reason for it that's crazy i i did not realize it was that bad that uh that kind of makes me sad. Um, 654-ROAR is the number if you'd like to join us. I'm watching Smash practice right now. Uh, when we come back, Smashed. I want to talk about – there we go. Give me give me that one more time. Smashed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, right now I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Jack Crichton just smashing liners, could, just may, hitting dingers everywhere. Can we maybe float that sounder over to the uh, – to the PA there, Doug Kings. Oh, you know, we have a little home run. We get a little smashed. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm br- I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up. Hey, we've got a great. Uh, we got a great sound effect. If you don't mind Bruce Pearl, if you don't mind hearing Bruce Pearl at a baseball game, uh, when Nolan the Rocky hits the awning over there at the Chapman grandstands. You hear drop the bomb on me, and then right before you announce the next batter, you just hear this. Smashed! Yeah, I mean, wouldn't everybody, I think everybody would respond well to that, personally. I do, too. I think it's the one thing they're missing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay, uh, hour two is just about done. In hour three, Caitlin Clark broke a record last night. We should talk about that. Um, we'll, we'll get some thoughts on Caitlin Clark becoming the all-time leading scorer in uh, women's college uh, women's college basketball. 